This episode is brought to you by Orange County Restaurant Week. Celebrating 15 years, now is the best time to make memories around the table by celebrating all the great restaurants in Orange County. For a participating list, as well as the menus offered by those restaurants, go to ocrestaurantweek.com for more. This episode of the Best Seats Podcast is brought to you by, well, you. To learn how you can support the show, go to thebestseats.com slash Patreon. Once there, you'll learn how you can get early access to shows, ad-free listening, the ability to submit questions, comments, concerns, and more. Once again, that's thebestseats.com slash Patreon. But enough of that. On to the show. What's up, everybody? Hello, and welcome to the first ever episode 113 of the Best Seats Podcast, the only podcast that brings you interviews with some of the most talented people in and around the hospitality community from right here in Orange County to the rest of Southern California and beyond each and every episode. I'm your host, Crawford McCarthy, founder and principal of The Best Seats. Thank you, as always, to my friend, Allie Coyle, who provides music for the show. You can find more of her work at AllieCoyleMusic.com. As a reminder, if you enjoy the show and you're listening to it on free feeds, Please consider going and leaving a rating, a review, sharing it on social media, whatever you feel inclined to do. It helps other folks discover the show. Don't forget, you can go to thebestseats.com for more content just like this, as well as check out the merch store, submit your own stories for the upcoming new show, I Know What You Did Last Sunday, where we are going to be reliving all your fun horror stories from Sunday Fun Days Gone Awry. But don't forget that the very best experience is only found by going to patreon.com forward slash the best seats where so many of you do and supporting at a monthly amount that makes the most sense for you. That is where you get exclusive access to the bonus episode each and every week, as well as a lot more. Um, first and foremost, if I sound off this week, apologies, I'm battling a head cold. Um, but this week's show is a little bit different. Um, there's no guests this week. It is just me, but don't press stop and skip to the next thing yet, because this is a very important one. Orange County Restaurant Week is about to celebrate 15 years. Um, There's a lot of great events that go on throughout the year, but Orange County Restaurant Week has really solidified itself as one of the kind of premier celebrations of a lot of participating restaurants in the area. So I wanted to take an episode and basically kind of give my top 10 picks for participating restaurants. And then in the bonus episode, I'm also going to talk about a couple other picks that I think are really, really good and reasons why. Um, The reason I wanted to do this is um, the team behind Orange County Restaurant Week has been very supportive of the best seats. I wanted to return the favor, but also it is a big celebration. There's there's a ton of restaurants participating this year. They had to waitlist a bunch of restaurants. It's a really cool thing to do. And serendipitously, at kind of the way that the episodes lined up, again, I try to release an episode every week. You guys know that sometimes we miss one. Sometimes people have to reschedule. Sometimes real life just gets in the way. But the way that these episodes were lining up, is that this episode, if you're listening to it on Patreon, you're getting it obviously a week before the public. First of all, thank you for the support, but you're getting it a week ahead of time, right? So this is going to release on February 28th. Um, You might be listening to it after whatever, but you're going to get first dibs, right? You're going to be able to get those reservations in. You're going to be able to plan out where you're going. You're going to be able to have a lot of really cool stuff to look at. If you're listening to it on free feeds, I'm very sorry. You missed Sunday, Monday. If you're listening to this on Tuesday when it launches, Hopefully you've gotten a chance to actually check out some of the restaurants, but 
you're a little behind on my picks. If you're listening to this after the fact, I do apologize. Hopefully we will see you at the 16th annual restaurant week next year. But I wanted to get an episode out basically just kind of giving some of my picks the reasons why, again, there's a ton of restaurants to go through. You may not know all of them. Some of them may be far away. You may have to drive 20, 30 minutes. Oh, a little bit of traffic. We don't want to do that. No, now is the time to do it. It's a great, great time to do it. March is fun, y'all. Orange County Restaurant Week, really, really fun. St. Patty's Day is going to be on a Friday. Really, really fun. March is a banger, okay? And I'm not even talking if you're one of those March Madness people. I'm not, but whatever. More power to you if you are. So without further ado... I want to dive right in and give you 10 of my best picks for Orange County Restaurant Week. And don't forget, the bonus episode will be featuring a handful of other very special picks and the reasons why. But let's dive into it. Well, it's time for a little commercial. Yeah. I don't know about you, but 2020 had me re-looking at how I live and the space that I live in. Spending so much time at home really had me reevaluating how certain things worked and didn't in my living space. One of the main things, as an avid home cook and an obvious supporter of restaurants, was gardening. Anybody who enjoys food at all will be able to tell you that something you've grown yourself will taste infinitely better than anything you can buy at a store. That's where Ashley Irene of Heirloom Potager comes in. Heirloom Potager designs, installs, and maintains seasonal culinary gardens for chefs and foodies in Orange County. They provide organic gardening methods and bespoke build-outs used to preserve the heirloom varietals that they'll provide for seeds. An approachable and exciting endeavor, no matter if you're a seasoned restaurateur or a stay-at-home chef. Owner Ashley Irene's experience, expertise, and enthusiasm is only matched by her professionalism. For more information on how you can set up a consultation to get your own culinary garden space set up, go to heirloompotager.com. That's heirloom, H-E-I-R-L-O-O-M, potager, P-O-T-A-G-E-R.com today. Once again, that's heirloom potager. First up, for Orange County Restaurant Week. Now, these are going to go, this is no particular order. Um, I've decided to do these in alphabetical order just based on the way that they broke down on the um, on the website. You can go to ocrestaurantweek.com for more information just like this. You can check them out yourselves. I'm not going to put every single link. Well, maybe I will. I don't know. You can check the show notes for more. I'll decide after I record whether or not all the links will be in there. You'll know. But I want to start right off the bat with Blue Gold. Up in Huntington Beach, Blue Gold, um, for one, well, a very specific reason, Chef Amy LeBron, who's a friend of the show, she's been on the show twice now, um, she left Fermentation Farm many, many months ago, and she was just kind of taking some time off. She has landed at Blue Gold. She's been there a handful of months now. Um, a lot of people, some people know about it, some people don't, but if you know her work at all, you know how talented she is, which makes this one so entertaining. Now, there's a lunch menu and a dinner menu. Lunch is $25. Dinner is $45. Personally, I think dinner is the way to go here. You get milk rolls to start off. You get a bunch of appetizers, a choice of those, salads, things like that, and then a bunch of entrees. Most of the menus for OC Restaurant Week are very limited, obviously, right? You want to present basically a sampling of the restaurant, your best representation, your best foot forward. Blue Gold said, fuck it. it. It is all in, people. You have a massive amount of things to choose from. Eggplant meatballs, seasonal salads, simple salads. You've got tuna tartare, rotisserie chicken, pork short ribs, day boat scallops. I mean, like a ton of stuff here. A ton of stuff. And the fact that the chef Amy LeBrun, who is running the kitchen now and really pumping out that food, just makes it that much more exciting. So Blue Gold up in Huntington Beach is going to be my first pick. 
My next pick is going to be Bottega Angelina down in Laguna Niguel, technically Dana Point, whatever you want to call it, down south. Now, there is Angelina's Pizzeria, which is over in Irvine, the sister restaurant, but Bottega Angelina is the one that takes the prize for me. First of all, the space is dope. If you haven't been there, it's big, it's loud, it's inviting. It's got a really, really kind of fun bar crowd with live music, stellar people watching for South County. So if you want to post up there early, get a couple glasses in you and watch people have a, put a couple glasses in themselves. It makes for really fun, uh, really, really fun watching. There's also a market in there. So it's fun if you want to bring kids. If it's more of a family thing, you can kind of squeeze in early, let the kids run around, get gelato. But again, two menus here, lunch and dinner. Lunch at $25, great selections. Okay, dinner at $115 includes wine pairings. Dinner's a cool one here. There's an amuse, an antipasti, a primi, secondi, and just really, really cool menus across the board. Now, I'm a sucker for Italian food. A lot of people are. I know it's very near and dear to a lot of folks' hearts. This is a good menu, y'all. It's a good menu in a fun space. I think you're going to have a good time at Bottega Angelina. I really do. Again, like I said, it's just a fun atmosphere. Not to mention the shopping center that it's in. Hendrix is right next door, so you can stop over, have a drink before or after. And there's a Sinopolis right next door, too. So if you want to make it like a date night thing, Bottega Angelina is a dope one to check out. Next up, we're going up to Santa Ana. We are going to El Mercado Modern Cuisine. Now, last year, this was one of my top two picks when I was on uh, the radio giving my picks for this. It maintains as one of my top two picks. El Mercado is just dope. Um, they have a featured cocktail. Their cocktail program is super underrated, by the way. So if you haven't been there for that, do it. Lunch and dinner. Okay. I'm sorry. Just uh, lunch for this one. But really good food. Agua Chile. Phenomenal. Okay. Enchiladas. Chilequiles. They're carnitas. Okay. Really, really good stuff here. Really good food. Right in the heart of downtown Santa Ana. You can wander around. You can check out some of the other restaurants in the area if you want to. Stop and have a drink somewhere else. Then if you move on to their dinner, which you can also do. Agua Chiles again, the empanadas, mole. The, now, the mole especially is fire. Okay, the pork belly estofado is also really, really good. But El Mercado's just got a really cool vibe, really, really fun scene. I'm sorry I misspoke before. I thought it was lunch only. It's not. It's lunch and dinner. Um, but a really just cool, vibrant spot. Now, the one thing I will recommend, be heads up about parking. There is a parking lot back there um, that you can squeeze your car into. There's a big parking garage right across the street. You can stop over and see our friends, uh, friends of the show over at Native Sun if you want. Get a beer beforehand or after. But just, again, plan for your parking ahead of time. Most of the construction at downtown Santa Ana is over at this point as far as it affects people being able to get into that area. So you should be fine. But again, just try to plan ahead timing-wise. But yeah, El Mercado is a really, really good one. Um, this next one I'm wildly excited for. I was debating about saving this one for the bonus episode um, I'm probably going to still talk about it a little bit in the bonus episode, but Lido Bottle Works. This, in my opinion, is one of the best options for all of OC Restaurant Week. Feel free to fight me on that. We can rock, paper, scissors in public. I don't care. But Lido Bottle Works over in Newport Beach, specifically it's on the peninsula, is just fucking great, y'all. I mean, it's a Michelin recommended restaurant. Like what Chef Joel Gutierrez does over there is awesome. And obviously, you know, it was set up years ago by Chef Amy LeBron. Chef Joel took it over. It's very much his now. He's really turned it into his own operation. But it's just killer. Like, Lido Bottle Works is bomb. You will, if you go there during Orange County Restaurant Week for the lunch menu, they have lunch and dinner. But if you go there during lunch, 10 bucks, you might run into me. If you do, Chris Pie Fives all around. The Bistro Board Lunch, 20 bucks. Includes a craft soda or beer. Now, the one thing I will say real quick, 
they don't have a full liquor license. So when we get to dinner in a second, that's as a specialty cocktail. We are talking low ABV, but their beer and their wine program rocks. So do not let that off put you. $20 for their bistro board lunch includes a beer. I'm getting the beer. You can keep the soda if you want. You get to choose a main street tacos, Jajori chicken sandwich, the seasonal vegetables. You also get to choose a side. Soup, hummus, gem lettuce. Guys, go for the hummus. Okay, you're, you're welcome. You can thank me in advance. Just go for the hummus. Date night, 65 per person, 130 per couple, includes a glass, a glass of wine, specialty cocktail. Again, low ABV, like I said, not a deal breaker or draft beer. It is four courses. It is awesome. Lamb loin, transparent shrimp ravioli. Super exciting. I'm reading these out of order. Nantes carrots. Okay, Sorel cheesecake. That's a dope menu. Like, I, I, that's really, really, really cool. $65. The drink is included. That's awesome. Two of those dishes alone should be the lamb alone should be, I don't know what, $38. So, yeah, that's a hell of a deal. I'm telling you right now, if you have not been to Lido Bottle Works, shame. And the only downside, okay, parking on Balboa can be a bitch. So, especially on the weekends, this is one I'm thinking if you go to Lido Bottle Works, check in there. Shit, I don't know, like Wednesday, Thursday, kind of an off night, right? Park down there, pick one of the garages. You might pay a little bit of money for parking, but I think there's validation. Don't quote me on that. I haven't had time to check with the restaurant. I sent a message I hadn't heard back at the time of recording. I wanted to record this and get it up. You can double check. I believe there's validation um, at most of the restaurants in the area, even if you got to stop in a Malibu farm or something and get a margarita while you watch people on a Netflix show yell at each other. It's fine. But trust me, Lido Bottle Works is an absolute gem. Go there. You'll have a great time. You can thank me later. All right, next up, back to Santa Ana, Lola Gaspar. Lola Gaspar rocks. It just rocks. This is a super, super simple menu. Dinner, $25, taco trio, and dessert. Carrot al pastor, four-hour braised lamb barbacoa, mesquite grilled chicken. Those are your options. The dessert, churro with chocolate sauce. No frills here. You don't got to worry about nothing. Just order it. You will have a great time. Now, I know what you're thinking. $25, oh, Three tacos and a churro, man. That's a lot. Mm. All right. Fair enough. But have you had these tacos? Because they're awesome. I'm doing it. You should do it. I'll see you there when you do it. Because you're going to have a really good time. And you're going to look down at yourself. And you're going to feel shame that you weren't ready to spend $25 at Lola Gas Bar. Well, guess what? You spent it. And it's phenomenal. Okay. I'm so happy that Lola Gas Bar is on here. I really love this restaurant. Um, not to mention if you stick around there, get a couple of cocktails there, really killer program again, right in that heart of Santa Ana, right in that downtown area, park in the garage again, hit up native son, go there after El Mercado, right? Eat at El Mercado, walk it off downtown, checking out downtown and then bam, walk over. You're a little hungry. Eat some more tacos. That's not a bad night. Y'all next up Dana point. We are going to outer reef. Now outer reef was within a hair of being a uh, award winner for the delis this year. The deli awards, you can go back a couple episodes and listen to that. Um, it's very much already in the short running for the 2023 delis. This restaurant is wildly delicious. Wildly delicious. Yes, it is set up by chef John Tizar, who has restaurants all over the country, incredibly well-known Michelin star award-winning. I mean, he's one of the best chefs in America. I don't think there's any argument about that. The team that he has in place here to run outer reef when he is not in town is nothing short of phenomenal. The space is huge. 
It's beautiful. The hotel will be starting to go into renovation soon. They are migrating and, um, or I guess elevating up is a better way to describe it. They're moving up to a JW Marriott property. So now is definitely the time you want to get in there before some of that construction starts. I don't know when it's starting, but I know that it will. But Outer Reef, Outer Reef is, a, it's so freaking good. This is a dinner menu. It is $100 per person. I know. Slow down. $100 is a lot. Okay, you bring a date, $200 plus tip. But just bear with me that this is worth it. If you're doing one, maybe you're thinking, hey, let's just do one restaurant for OC Restaurant Week. If you're only going to pick one, make it a dinner, ball out, have a great time. Outer Reef is a blast. First course, second course, finishing with a nice dessert. Now, me personally, I would be going with the Bluefin Tuna. Three ways to start for the second. I'm going with the Lobster Agnolotti. I've had that dish before. It is ridiculous. The hand-rolled garganelli with black burgundy truffle is also a really ridiculous dish. And if you really want to ball out, you can add on a 28-ounce, 45-day New York steak and whole lobster as a add-on special. I don't know the cost of that. It is not listed. I would imagine it's a lot, especially lobster, because lobster prices are through the roof right now. But, y'all, Outer Reef, the food is... Ah, it is so good. It is chef's kiss. I can't believe I had a chef's kiss on an audio podcast. Also comes with the cocktail and the desserts. As far as the desserts go, strawberry and yuzu mousse with yuzu curd, strawberry meringue, basil ice cream. I mean, come on. Like, that sounds pretty freaking phenomenal. But look, Outer Reef, it's just really good. If you have, And a lot of people haven't checked it out yet. I, I think it kind of stealth opened. Um, I know for a fact that they did not open at capacity due to staffing issues. And also they just wanted to make sure that they got their feet under them as a kind of getting all their systems in place and their staffing in place and making sure that when they did fully open and they were actually booking out. And when you stop in there, you're going to know what I'm talking about because the place is huge. They were able to deliver that experience to every guest. So they've been a a little bit of a slow opening. But the fact that they're on here for restaurant week is awesome. So definitely, definitely, definitely. If you're thinking just hey, just one. Yeah, it's a luxe dinner. Yeah, you're going to spend about 240 250 something like that, but you're going to have a good time. I really, really like Outer Reef. And if we're also speaking about great experiences, Popular Modern Bistro in Costa Mesa, specifically this one is in South Coast Plaza, also really good. I don't know a single person in food media in this area that hasn't been there that doesn't love it. Um, full disclosure, at the time of this recording, I have not been there yet. Not for any reason other than I just haven't had a chance to. Um, I haven't had time to swing up there for lunch. Or I've had other commitments. When I've ha- been meeting people in that area, we met at other restaurants for no reason against Populaire. Just that was what was scheduled. But a lunch and a dinner. Lunch is at 25, two courses. I'm really loving the lunch one on this one. Dinner is also really good. Dinner at 45. Again, two courses and dessert. But lunch, if you're up in that area, and again, I don't go to South Coast Plaza very often. Nothing against it. I'm just not a big shopping guy. Lunch is bomb. $25. You either get, you get a choice, potato or Gruyere soup or the ratatouille. That's a really tough one for me. Personally, I'm going ratatouille mainly because I want to be able to fit into all the suits that are in South Cows Plaza at one day. And ratatouille is a better way to do that. Second course, mussels or croque madame. Well, I'm going to shoot myself in the foot here because I'm going for the croque madame. I can't say no to that goddamn sandwich. I can't. It, it's, it's like a croque madame for me is like a, really, really great ex-girlfriend. Is it healthy? No, but is it fun? Yeah, it really is. Maybe it's an ex-boyfriend for you or an ex-person, whatever it is, but think of it like a fun ex 
right? You know you shouldn't, but you know you're going to. So Populaire up at South Coast Plaza is a really great one to check out. Let's move all the way up to Fullerton. Summit House. Um, Summit House scratches this weird emotional itch for me. You may walk in and hate it immediately. I love how old and historic and kind of country clubby and almost waspy and just summit house has this awesome vibe to it of kind of like old Hollywood, like Pasadena Republicans, like just this you're, you're expecting to see if you see a rolls in the parking lot, it's not going to be anything older than like a 1978. It's just dope. And also the chef up there, like what that team does is nothing short of awesome. It is throwback after throwback after throwback of dishes, a proper shrimp cocktail, right? A proper like prime rib. It is just everything that's right with these old school dishes. And I don't know. I don't know why I like it so much. Just something about it. It just kind of scratches this itch for me. Dinner up there is going to be $75. Um, really good lobster bisque, salad, hearts of romaine, main course. The stockyards of Chicago roast prime ribs of beef. I don't care about the other dishes on the menu. It's that. That's that's it. If you're going to get prime ribs somewhere in Orange County, you get it at Summit House. Yes, I know you can get it at Five Crowns too, and I love Five Crowns. I got to be honest, I almost flipped a coin between this and Five Crowns. Five Crowns also does it really, really well. But the way that Summit House does it, for some reason, being in that atmosphere, in that dining room, and you almost feel like you want to put on a blazer and like khakis and like you're back in like 1984 and your grandparents are going to yell at you for not being dressed up enough. I don't know. It, it, this make. You may be listening to me right now going, this guy's out of his fucking mind. But something about that restaurant, I just love it. I It is, don't be fancy when you go there with the cocktails either. This is not a place you're going to Ramos and Fizz. No, you will get your martini. It will be served dirty. You will have olives and you will enjoy it. Damn it. It's either that or whiskey neat. But either way, enjoy it. Again, I'm waxing sardonically here. I'm just having fun with it. Summit House is a dope one. If you haven't experienced it either, again, maybe it's a place that's out of the way for you. Go just for the view. Schedule your dinner or try to get up there for dinner at a time where the sun is going to be kind of in that golden hour. And that alone is worth it. If you've not been there, it's stunning. There's a reason that that property has so many weddings throughout the year. It is a photographer's dream. It's an Instagrammer's dream. And then you pair great food with it. Yeah, I know. I, I know I said a little bit of BS about it and I had some fun and was kind of poking fun at certain things, but it's beautiful and it's grand. And you know what? We don't have a lot of restaurants like that. Everything is new and modern and every Mexican restaurant has to look like Tulum and everything is, you know, just Summit House is great. Places like that don't exist anymore. So go and support it and have some fun and just kind of get a harken back to that old school, big dining room restaurant. Back to some great, great things with Urbana in Anaheim. Urbana Mexican Gastronomy, um, I love their food. Whenever I'm at a food event and Urbana's there, I make a beeline. Okay, if I'm at whatever, like Pacific Wine and Food, some type of thing, if I see Urbana, I am sprinting. I will knock over a toddler to get to their tacos. I'll apologize, but I'm still going to throw bows. Okay, like I'm deboarding a plane in Chicago and I'm late for my connecting flight. I am getting to the tacos. 
Lunch, $15. $15, y'all. Starter, elote or chorizo Brussels. Both really good. I mean, elote, how the hell can you go wrong, right? This is one of the best things in the world. Entrees, you get to choose two tacos served on their homemade tortillas. I would just eat their tortillas. You could just give me a bag of tortillas and stick me in a closet and I would be happy. All really good choices here. They're doing a dinner also for $45. Um, really, really great selection. If you're in the area, stop in for lunch for sure. Treat yourself. I mean, 15 bucks. Like, come on. That's I, <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, you can, go, you can go to a fast food place and it's going to cost more than that and be shit. Urbana, 15 bucks. If you don't go, shame on you. Dinner at 45 Three courses, really great. The third course, obviously dessert. I'm going for the flan. I don't know about you, but I'm a sucker for it. Urbana's fantastic. I, there's no, and again, really good people making really good food are people that deserve to be supported in this world. Plain and simple. I think everybody can agree with that. Well, Urbana's a great one to do. Lastly, on my pick of my top 10, and again, it'll be top 15 if you go and listen to the bonus episode, is Wild Goose Tavern in Costa Mesa. Now, you may be thinking to yourself, Crawford, this is Orange County Restaurant Week. Wild Goose is like a more of a bar than anything else. Well, yeah, it is. And after 10 p.m., if you're over the age of 23, you will be the oldest person in there. I've experienced that myself. Yes, it is a haunt for the younger crowd of Costa Mesa. Yes, it is a lively, raucous spot. Yes, it is a wonderful place, if football was still on this time of year, to go and watch that. It is a lot of fun. What it also is, is in the collection of restaurants held by the lounge group, right? The parent company that has half of 17th Street, a bunch of places on Balboa, right? You know them. They've got Country Club. They have Goose. They have Playa Mesa. They got Stag Bar. I mean, they have a ton of spots. Well, Wild Goose, in my opinion, has the best chef out of all of them. He's been there for a minute, too. What Daniel Sherry does and what his team does, especially now that they renovated it a couple years ago and they got him out of that poor little closet that they were cooking in before, is they take bar food and in a world of beers and shots and, you know, enthusiastic youths drinking raucously, they still manage to make the food shine. They still manage to make you stop your conversation and go, whoa, this is really good. They managed to cut through the noise of what Wild Goose is and what makes Wild Goose so awesome and so popular and make you stop and go, whoa. And it's good. I Look, say what you want about Wild Goose. Say what you want about half the properties, right? They know what they are. They're a very self-aware restaurant group. They're still making enough money to keep buying places and opening new places, so they're doing something right. So you can criticize all you want, but the fact is they're good. They just are. And we just got to come to terms with that. They're really good restaurants. They just, they know what they're doing. They make a vibe. They bring people in who appreciate that vibe and want to be a part of that vibe. They make money on that one. They incubate and they make a new one, right? It's the same across the board. The, the crowd at Country Club is not your crowd at Malarkey's. That's the reason it's not your crowd at Playa. It's not your crowd at Goose, although maybe that one, just because they're basically sharing the same back wall. But I really have a soft spot for the Goose. I really do. I can't explain it. It's kind of like Summit House. It scratches this itch that I didn't know I had until I get in there and I walk through. And first of all, I fucking love walking into Wild Goose. Okay. It's like walking into a casino because all of a sudden you're out, especially if you do it in the daytime, you walk in, right? Sun's on your face. You walk into that door and it's just like, it takes you a minute to adjust. And I love it. 
I love the staff behind the bar are absolute gems. They know what they're doing. They're fast. They're nice. They're really funny. They're awesome and personable. The staff is great. It's a fun time. Lunch or dinner, $25. Starter, entree, and dessert. Now, my personal picks, sweet potato fritters with chimichurri and garlic aioli. Sounds awesome to me. Whiskey battered onion rings also sound dope. If you want to go for the tavern cob for the starter, you could if you're needing that, you know, necessity of green things. But sweet potato fritters for me. Entrees, you got seared ahi tacos, Coffee, pork shoulder, sando, wild west side burger. I'm going for the burger. I'm a sucker for burgers. And then you got dessert, bourbon, chocolate chip. So that's a good menu, man. Stop in, grab a beer, talk with your bar, like talk with the bar person or the bartender, talk with your mates, have fun. Like, it's a great place to have fun. You're not going to one of these properties. You're not going to any of these properties outside of maybe Lido and Outer Reef and popular potentially in the future to look for like a Michelin quality thing. It's not about that. OC Restaurant Week is about celebrating restaurants and enticing people to go to ones that maybe they haven't. If you're somebody that maybe, you know, the goose is, oh, it's it's a little too bit of a bar for me or the crowd's a little young. Fuck that. Go have fun. You will have fun. I guarantee it. If you haven't been to Lido yet. Oh, it's 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 on Balboa. It's you know, it's I got to go park there. I don't really know. It's, no, go shut up. Wait, what are you doing? I haven't been to Blue Gold. Oh, Maybe you live down south. Blue Gold's in Huntington. You know, that's that's a little far. No, go to Blue Gold. Amy LeBron makes killer food. Shoot, like, stop it. This is the reason. OC Restaurant Week is the vibe, y'all. This is the reason to go out. Restaurants like these doing great stuff. I cannot make this any clearer. OC Restaurant Week is a great, great, great time to celebrate everything around us. Restaurants are putting a lot of thought into this. They're putting a lot of heart into this, and it's about time that we supported them even more by going out and celebrating. Those are my top 10 picks. If you want my additional five picks, as well as my personal best dining option, you're going to have to go to patreon.com forward slash the best seats and support as so many of you do with a monthly amount that makes the most sense to you. Thank you to everybody that does support over there. Thank you to the advertising partners. Thank you to Ali Quill who provides the music. Thank you to all of you for listening. I'm sorry that we didn't have a guest on this one. I just felt it was better just to solo this one and just talk about these restaurants again. That's 10 of my best picks for Orange County Restaurant Week. The additional five are coming up on the bonus episode. Thank you, everybody, and I'll see you soon. Take care. The Best Seats Podcast is an original production of The Best Seats. It is written, edited, produced, and owned by myself, Crawford McCarthy, founder and principal of The Best Seats. It's based in Orange County, California. It is subsidized through generous monthly donations at patreon.com forward slash the best seats. The following are the names of those who subscribed at the highest monthly tier, aka norm status, and allow me to continue producing this show each and every month. As a thank you for their continued support, here are the names. Serena Warino, George Pavlov, Eric Lutz, Paige Reardon, Loco Lipo, Tim Falk, Burrito No Rito, Sasha Lyons, Subtle Bubbles, Jay Baker, Tim Swine, Burgermaster, It Ain't Easy Being Greasy, Boyga Kang. Thank you for your support.